They form the most iconic couple in the history of fashion. Yves Saint Laurent and Pierre Berger co-wrote a chapter in the story of haute couture and ready-to-wear for 50 years. Together, they navigated infidelities, excesses, and jealousies. Perhaps their secret lay in their shared love for the arts. A tale of genius, anxieties, and colors. A love story. Nineteen fifty-eight, Paris. An eagerly anticipated fashion show is about to take place at the Dior House. It's the debut collection of Christian Dior's successor, one year after his passing. The collection is named Trapez, and the young designer is Yves Saint Laurent, who's just twenty-one years old. In attendance are fashion aficionados from around the world: Americans, Australians, Japanese, and Pierre Berger. For Pierre, it's a first. He knows little about fashion. However, he and his partner, the painter Bernard Buffet, were close friends of Christian Dior. Pierre and Bernard have been a strong couple for eight years, managing Bernard's artistic career. They are socialites, familiar with all of Paris, although they've been residing in a grand house in Provence for some time. The show begins. Yves Saint Laurent's creations are presented one after the other in tense silence. As the spectacle ends, Pierre Berger, like many others that day, senses that he has witnessed something significant. The crowd rushes to congratulate the young prodigy. Berger blends into the crowd, shakes Yves Saint Laurent's hand, and congratulates him, saying, "Bravo! It was fantastic." On that day, Marie Louise Bouquet is present. She's a woman of a certain age, a significant figure in Parisian fashion. She's the correspondent for Harper's Bazaar. An American women's magazine. She was the first to recognize Christian Dior's talent, becoming one of his closest friends. When Marie Louise notices Berger and Buffet's interest in Yves Saint Laurent's work, she decides to organize a dinner. The dinner takes place a few days later at La Cloche d'Or, a small restaurant near Pigalle. Around the table are Saint Laurent, Berger, Buffet, Marie Louise Bouquet, and Raymond Zenneker, a figure from the Dior house. The group enjoys a lively dinner, discussing art and literature. Bernard Buffet has many questions for Yves Saint Laurent, as he has been commissioned to paint a portrait of the young designer for Art Magazine. Pierre Berger suggests that they all go to their pied-à-terre on the Champs Elysees. There, they have drinks and listen to Yves recount his journey. Yves talks about his birth in Oran and his childhood in a grand bourgeois house. He discusses his early passion for drawing, theater, and costumes. He also shares his rejection of the Catholic school, where he was pulled away from his dreams and shyness by teachers, and humiliated and beaten by his classmates. Eve speaks with modesty and restraint in a low voice, smoking cigarette after cigarette, avoiding eye contact with his interlocutors. He is exceedingly shy. After an hour of conversation, Pierre offers to drive the guests home. Eve is the last one left on the road. In the car, Eve and Pierre. Remain parked for a long time, deep in conversation. Pierre has many questions for this intriguing young man. 
He wants to understand how someone at the age of 21 can inherit an empire like Christian Dior's. He wants to decipher the mysteries of this young man. Two days after this dinner, Pierre receives a phone call. It's Raymond Zeniger. She has a favor to ask. Yves Saint Laurent needs a vacation, but has no plans. And he doesn't want to visit his parents in Algeria. Could he spend a few days in Provence with them? Pierre accepts without hesitation. Raymond and Yves stay with the couple for about 10 days. By the end of the stay, everything has changed. Pierre is in love with Yves. In just a few days, the young man has swept away eight years of relationship. At the end of his life, Pierre Berger still carried regrets about his infidelities during that period. Before we continue with this episode, a short break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be right back. For several months, Yves and Pierre see each other in secret. Then one day, during the presentation of Yves' second collection, Pierre leaves Provence and goes to Paris. He stays with Yves for 50 years. In the beginning, the relationship between Pierre and Yves is not professional, even though Pierre becomes more interested in the world of fashion, which was foreign to him until then. In 1960, Yves is called up for military service during the Algerian War in his hometown. Learning this news, he falls into depression. At Val-de-Grâce, he is diagnosed as manic-depressive and subsequently exempted from service. Pierre visits him every day. It is there in 1960 that he informs Yves that he has been fired from the Dior house by the owner, Marcel Boussac. It is there that Yves suggests to Pierre that they launch their own couture house together. It is there that Pierre accepts without a second thought. The Saint Laurent house quickly becomes a symbol of modernity and freedom. Eve liberates women from rigid femininity codes, creating the women's tuxedo, the safari jacket, and the pantsuit. He also revolutionizes the face of fashion shows, being the first to feature black models like Fidelia, Katusha Nyan, and Pat Cleveland. Eve has numerous muses who inspire and accompany him. Victoire Dutrelot from his Dior days, followed by Betty Catrou and Lulu de la Falaise. Yves is also a costume designer for theater, ballet, and cinema. Choreographer Roland Petit is the first to give him a chance in 1959. In 1971, Roland and Yves revisit the genesis of their collaboration. Yves constantly feels frustration and anxiety. He is overwhelmed by the workload expected of him. Pierre is always by his side, managing the house, meetings, finances, press, and social events. He is known for being an authoritative and fiery man. But without him, the Yves Saint Laurent business would not run. Thank you for listening to the first part of this episode of Love Me, Love Me Not. Next week, we will delve into Yves Saint Laurent's demons, discussing both his successes and infidelities. We will discover the vast art collection of the Berger-Saint Laurent couple and travel with them to Marrakech to explore the Majorelle Garden. In the meantime, please feel free to rate this podcast on your favorite app and reach out to us if you have any questions or suggestions for Love Me, Love Me Not.